Welcome. You have entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simron. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Empower yourself. Broaden your mind. Open your heart and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simron. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you're listening from. Do you feel the popping of miracles happening? I know with the last new moon, it felt like some energy was really shifting and opening. And that new moon was significant about truly putting out into the universe the things that you wanted to move forward on, especially after this period of time where we've really gone within, where we've almost been forced to go within. And now we've got a full moon coming up that's a Virgo Pisces full moon, which is all about the strategy and the action and the focusedness of the Virgo and the mystical dreaminess of the Piscean. And so I have the perfect guest for you today because she talks about big miracles. And she's written a beautiful book that gives you 11 spiritual rules for ultimate success. So this is the perfect blueprint for you to set the stage in 2021 to really blow out as you move forward. A big miracle is when you've created your ideal life, one that is bigger than you imagined would be possible for you. It's your vision of heaven on earth. You wake up in the morning, take in your surroundings, and you're filled with a sense of deep heartfelt gratitude. That's a big miracle breakthrough. It's as if you can hear your heart singing with joy and every cell in your body is smiling. You have the energy necessary to create another miraculous day. Not only will your day be fun and rewarding throughout, you'll be able to help and inspire others. Some of the people you touch with your magnanimous presence will be your loved ones, friends, and colleagues. Others will be strangers. Regardless of any challenges that arise, You'll remain open and feel enthusiastic because you know that spirit is always guiding you and have faith that a positive outcome will ultimately be realized. This is from Joanna Garzilli's book, Big Miracles, The 11 Spiritual Rules for Ultimate Success. She's a spiritual success coach and a motivational speaker. And over the past 20 years, she has given intuitive guidance to business leaders, entrepreneurs, and celebrities. And she has um, she was in Los Angeles. She's now out in Scottsdale, which I hope to be someday. And uh, she also dabbles or has uh, been led into cryptocurrency, which we'll talk a little bit about at the end of the show as well. You can find out more about her work with Big Miracles at joannagarzilli.com. And you can find that link in her bio on the description page. Welcome, Joanna, to 1111 Talk Radio. Amazing to be with you, Simran. I am delighted. And I, I love what you were saying about Virgo and Pisces. So my mom is Virgo. She's very organized, very tidy, very practical, which is has been very helpful for me because <laughs> I'm not naturally that way. And my mom-in-law is Pisces and she has a lot of empathy, is very in tune with people. So I just, I like hearing about where we are in the cycle of the... Uh, planets and astrology and talk about a triple braided cord between the three of you that's some power packed divine feminine going on which is beautiful (laughs) and it creates the a, a beautiful way to align with spirit because you draw in all those aspects which we have both within ourselves and the people around us and that is how your book begins rule number one is align with spirit if i am to align with spirit who must i be so talk about big miracles and what that feels like in everyday life 
And how an individual begins to align with spirit if they have no clue as to how to do that? Yes, in its simplest form, the way I like to look at it is how do you know you're aligned? You feel good. How do you know you're misaligned? You feel bad. Something just doesn't feel right. So that is where if one slows down enough and pays attention to what am I really feeling? And, and then from there, the body speaks to one. We, we start to attune to those, what I always refer to, the subtle, the subtle energies around us, within us. And I think one of the hardest thing for people, and I know for myself in the past, is it can be challenging if one carries a lot of pain emotionally and if one doesn't know that one carries that pain when asking oneself, what do I want? Why do I want it? Why do I feel what I feel? It can take a while to be able to peel back the layers and get to that point where one could be honest with oneself. Because sometimes, to be well, not sometimes, oftentimes, to get to that big miracle breakthrough, it does require courage. It requires looking at oneself honestly in the mirror and facing up to certain decisions that one has made and then being able to say, okay, I'm, I'm going to take a different action now so I can get an alignment. And that ties in very, very strongly with rule four of forgiving mistakes and rule seven, accepting responsibility. Those two rules help one step more gracefully into living on a daily basis in rule one. Well, we've all got that deceptive intelligence. The ego can sometimes bamboozle us into thinking that we are really living an aligned life. But life gives us clues that we're not. Talk a little bit about some of the clues that you noticed or that people can can look at their lives and start to see. And I know that the body is one of the ones that you talk about as you move through the book. Absolutely. I have found the, the body has so much information. And for those who are very sensitive to energy, who are strong empaths, who feel other people's feelings, that it's easy, and I know I can speak for myself, in the past, I would shut myself down. I didn't want to feel because it was too much. But again, those feelings that one has in the body are a strong guiding light to be able to see, you know, what does your soul really want? What are you being called towards? And and what I find, or I'll say from, for example, when I woke up this morning, the I had, it was like unlocking um, pieces of, of myself, of energy that have been dormant, frozen for a while. I find that the more that I step into living in alignment with this idea of wanting big miracles, of living purposefully, that then those those parts of myself that have been locked up and frozen, I start to really understand where I've been in denial, where I have just not allowed myself to live as big a life as I would want to live. So it is daily, I find checking in for me now at this point in my life, diet, the way that I eat, I I really pay attention to that. 
to the so, so the foods I put in my body. I, I always I start the day with a shake with a you know, with some a smoothie with protein powder that has been really good for me. I I do drink coffee. <laughs> I've gone through periods of not doing that, but then I just don't function so so well. Uh, but I always I always pay attention. I always listen to what do I what does my body want, and then if I'm going through a lot of uh, quickening spiritual growth, I'll go through periods where I eat ultra clean. I'll do some form of a cleanse. I find journaling helps me a lot if my head is cluttered. This is how I get myself more and more centered, grounded, and then connected. Not just connected to say to spirit of where I believe spirit is everywhere, everything, and we are all interconnected, but also into that that higher, wiser part of myself. Mm, beautiful. You know, I, I think with what happened this past year, 2020 was, a, was a, a new year where everyone felt like, oh, this is going to be the big year, the vision, I'm going to go out and do things. And I know there was a real high, and then all of a sudden, the pandemic hit and it was like, wah, wah. we all kind of, you know, realized, okay, those things are not going to happen. Uh, we have to figure out what to do now. So for many individuals, it might be a real stretch to even consider that a miracle is possible in their life. It, it might have been a stretch for them to consider that before. But with, with the way life has been restructured and the way things are looking, how does one get into the consciousness of even allowing a big miracle or fathoming that miracles are possible for every single person on the planet. Yes, Simran. So I feel, and gosh, yeah, when the pandemic hit, I mean, there was points where I, again, having very strong empathy, being a strong empath, I would pick up and feel the energy globally. And I felt like I had a massive lead blanket on top of me it was really really intense and I and I know for many people it was and still is because it, it was it, it created for many a PTSD it was quite shocking and there was no escape from it so uh, what I did was I think for me personally I had to start to really reevaluate I started to really reevaluate why Why am I doing what I'm doing? Why are the things important to me that have been important to me? Why do I believe what I believe? And so I started to dig into that. And it, and it became very uncomfortable because I, I think that a lot of the time we have drivers. We have a, a, a motive, a driving force of energy that sometimes it can be good, but sometimes we're doing things because... Maybe it's what someone else wanted. I was always a big people pleaser. <laughs> I want to serve people, but when it goes into people pleasing, it's not a healthy thing. And so being able to take, I feel the blessings of the pandemic were being able to really, having to at points where having to stay at home and, and not being able to do much. And as you said, everything being totally a whole way of living, totally transforming, and then throw the dynamic of, of global of politics and an election on top of that, the intensity with that, I, for me, I just really, I practiced surrender. I practiced this idea of rule two being a spiritual vehicle. What do I, what do I need to surrender? What do I have to 
let go of to be able to feel free. And a couple of really cool for me, what I feel were big miracles happen. One was having months at home. And then we ended up taking a road trip. I went with my husband and at the time our son, he was 10. And we took a wonderful road trip up to, we went through Arizona to East Zion and we went up to Idaho up into the Sawtooth Mountains. And it, it was just so magical going on that journey. And that led me to when we came back from that second like nine-day road trip, I just had this, this, this feeling, something a voice said to inside of me, you know, look up, look up new schools for, for Dominic, for our son. And I, I came across this fantastic charter school that just was very liberal arts, just very much aligned with what we wanted. And, and miraculously, he got a place in there. Like the wait list was down to the day he got it, the day before they were going back to school for fifth grade. I mean, it truly was a miracle because they typically have a wait list of at least 1,500 people. So that to me was something really as, as a mother going, where is my child going <laughs> to go to school next? And what happens for sixth grade and, and beyond? And just wanting to provide the best, the best opportunities for him. I was absolutely ecstatic. Mm. You know, what I got from reading your book and, and even from hearing you just now and telling that story that I want my listeners to really get is that they are the miracle, that the miracle has to begin within them to attract further big miracles from outside of them. And that, that means, you know, taking these rules, these 11 spiritual rules, that means doing the inner work and really diving into know oneself and unknow oneself at the same time so that, that the life and the, the ceiling that we live beneath gets higher and, and more open and allows more goodness into one's own experience. That's truly powerful. And what you're saying with the unknowing the self is for, for a long period of time, I've been writing, I've been doing spiritual coaching and, and I, I also, I, I did go through an identity crisis during 2020. I really did start to question, who am I? <laughs> this is where, as an author, writing something, and I hear this from a lot of friends of mine who are authors as well. You, I mean, you end up really living your material. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, yes. I second that one. <laughs> yes. So mm. I started really questioning who, who am I? It was very, very uncomfortable at points. And I actually, I went through a, 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 a period of feeling very, very uninspired by the work that I've done for the past 25 years that I have been passionate about. And that was quite frightening because I, I had to go inwards. I really, I could not, uh, it was very hard for me to interact on social media. I, I forced myself to hop on there and I would love the connection with certain friends and, and, and the community, you know, the community of, of people within the spiritual space. But I, I, I had to go inwards a lot and I would sit there on some days and go, I'm not inspired. What am I meant to be doing? what is this? Who am I at 47 years old? Now I'm 48. What, what, what next? 
because of the way the world had transformed. And that, strangely enough, I got an email about uh, back in 2017, end of 2017, I dipped my toe a little bit into doing some, a little bit of buying a little bit Bitcoin and, and getting some cryptocurrency off of a Chinese exchange called Binance. And um, anyway, the reason how it sort of prompted me when I was going through this weird sort of funk, I mean, they're still functioning. I go online, I work with my clients and that, but I wasn't, I just wasn't feeling alive and excitement for life. And so there was this deadline, a two-week deadline of, uh, because you're a U.S. citizen, you have to move any funds that you have on your account, you have to take them out. And I had had such a hard time trying to even do any trades in that exchange in the first place. I put it off to the last minute. And and but anyway, I, I went through the process. It took me about five hours to go and figure out how to do these trades. But that started me back. It guided me back to getting into cryptocurrency. And, and right now it's, it's wild having this beginner, like this alignment for me of being a beginner in something. And so I am becoming certified in blockchain. And so I'm studying computer science right now and and then sometimes I'm in this forum where, where I'm so used to being an expert in spirituality it's easy for me it's the thing I can do very you know with my eyes closed sort of in my sleep but when it comes to computer science and then I'm seeing some of these people in the forum in the where I'm studying and they're so smart and I have to not let that inner critic you know the um that, that ego get in and say, oh, well, just give up or don't bother or don't do it. I'm having a very profound spiritual awakening happening. Happen. Well, and I believe that that's what happens to a lot of people. We're not going to do the same thing forever. And sometimes those openings occur where they allow us to step into a new experience of ourselves, an expanded one where we discover new gifts, skills, and talents. Breaking through is a creative process. A writer can write. An actor can act, a singer can sing, an inventor can invent, a mother can take care of her newborn baby. Whatever your soul's calling, you have the seed of ability within you. You have to water that seed, and once it sprouts, use your time, energy, and focus to nurture it fully. You also have to be willing to do what it takes, whether that's a little or a lot, hard or easy, and no matter what others say. You'll know you're ready for a breakthrough in reaching for your miracle, because every time you're faced with an obstacle, you'll keep moving through your resistance. This is from Joanna Garzilli's book, Big Miracles, The 11 Spiritual Rules for Ultimate Success. You can find out more about her work at joannagarzilli.com. You can discover her spiritual work, this book, and you can explore a little bit more about the cryptocurrency if that is something that you are inspired to explore a little bit more of. Again, that is joannagarzilli.com, and you can find uh, the link in the description box under the bio. We'll be right back with more Big Miracles right after these messages. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. 
People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships, more empowered community, greater fulfillment and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 Gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at IamSimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Before I get back to my guest, Joanna Garzilli, and the book, Big Miracles, I wanted to mention something special that uh, a partner is giving my listeners 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com forward slash 11. If there is something that's interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, if you are experiencing anxiety or dealing with bouts of depression, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. This is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is a professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available that might not be locally available in many areas, and the service is available for clients worldwide. Again, that's betterhelp.com forward slash 11 for 10% off your free month. They're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so that they make it easy to and free to change counselors if needed. It is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. In addition, you save out on the commute time, and with us being in the situation we're in right now, it is a safer, uh, more quarantine-available way to get the support that you need. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. 
You can start communicating in under 48 hours and tap into the counselor that is right for you. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. And you can also join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. There are so many people that have been using BetterHelp that they are actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states as well. So check out betterhelp.com forward slash 11 and 1111 listeners get 10% off your first month. In addition, I want to mention that you can join the after party on stereo after the show. So at 1230 today, we will be jumping over to the stereo app. You can download that, find Simran 1111 on that app, and we'll have a great conversation with one of you and or many of you about big miracles. We'll talk a little bit more about the topic today as I have a special co-host guest and as well as the ability for you to ask questions, to share your comments, your wisdom, your experiences, and to dive deeper into the conversation. So we are taking the party of 1111 Talk Radio over to the stereo and you can talk directly about miracles on that app with me today. Uh, Check out the different conversations that I have each week. We've got conversations about men's challenges and how men and women can communicate more effectively, along with meeting many other practitioners. It is a way for friends to meet friends and actually engage in the conversation. So go to Stereo.com and look up Simran 1111 and just subscribe to my page and you will get all the notifications. Acceptance is the key to breaking through your resistance to the ultimate life you desire. Joanna Garzilli would tell you that Rule 7 is accept responsibility. Spirit is limitless power and wants you to have an abundant supply as well. And when you overcome your resistance, you can plug into this energy source and create all manner of things. But when you lack responsibility, it's difficult to open to new ideas and opportunities that will add benefit to your life. Accepting responsibility for your choices means that you can see your circumstances with new eyes and shift from feeling overwhelmed to being aligned, followed by appropriate action. Joanna Garcilli is a spiritual success coach and motivational speaker, and over the past 20 years, she has given intuitive guidance to business leaders, entrepreneurs, and celebrities. Find out more at joannagarzilli.com. Welcome back, Joanna. I want to dive a little bit into that topic about responsibility and discipline. There's a certain level of devotion and discipline and responsibility that each individual must dive into when it comes to uh, the alignment of their higher self and doing the inner work and truly opening their heart, their life, their experience to the types of big miracles that you're talking about. Talk a little bit about how you look at devotion, discipline, and self-responsibility. Thank you, Simran. Yes, so I feel that showing up, I mean, that's what I was writing in, in my journal this morning is show up and then keep showing up and then show up again and then take an action. <laughs> show up, show up, show up. I mean, really, that is, I feel, the key for addressing resistance. And resistance, I feel there's two main facets to it. One is sometimes we feel a resistance to something And that's because our soul, our intuition or spirit is saying, no, don't go in this particular direction or 
hold on and wait, take a pause because you need more information or you just, there's a, there's a timing with something, just be patient. I'm not naturally very patient <laughs> to really practice that one. And the other time, you know, the other facet of resistance is that there is an obstacle to overcome. And that is where the action is necessary. That's where the, the voice of the inner critic can go. I know my inner critic, it goes absolutely crazy. I mean, it'll just go, 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 go. And I've just learned that for me, that self-discipline is take the action. So, for example, having just recently got into doing Crypto Angel Network and launching the YouTube on that, starting off with, you know, my, initially my, my, my subscribers were my husband and two of my clients from, you know, from within my realm of spirituality and just making myself show up to do the videos, you know, the first couple of, of, of videos, just seven views, 10 views. And then that, and my voice in the head, the resistance and the thing to say, well, it doesn't matter. Just keep going. So I had a two week period where I just couldn't get online to do a video that massive resistance for me. It was so uncomfortable, even though I would go and do my daily journaling and it would be like crypto, crypto, crypto. You're a crypto angel, crypto angel. And, um, and so then I just forced myself. I had, I had um, one of my son's older T-shirts on. I just threw something. I was like, okay, just stick the light up, do the thing. Just, just go share. And shockingly, I ended up having, and again, it's not, you know, I know one mustn't compare with something. But for me, in relationship to myself, I ended up with hundreds of views on that video. I was just totally floored. And 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 then, I was, okay, well, it's just a fluke. I'll show up again. My husband said, why do you wear that T-shirt? Like, you need to be a little bit more put together. I went, okay, I'll make a little bit more effort. And then I did a video again, and I got an even, you know, a really positive response. And and now it's 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 snow snowballing there's this quickening and then the resistance is the fear of my ego getting in the way what if people don't like me what if they don't like what i say what if i can't handle this and this is where i just go back to all right well the resistance is always going to be there and i just have to that goes to rule 11 which is getting outside of your comfort zone and just being comfortable being uncomfortable the more one does it, that that I suppose to eat. Well, it doesn't get easier if we're always challenging ourselves. But I, I just, um, I would rather feel alive and uncomfortable than when I've had that feeling of, well, what's the purpose? Am I just gonna, you know, just living life each day? And for what? I want to be useful. I think with that desire to be useful and to be of service, rule ten. That is where the the foundation of being able to create a big miracle comes from. You said something really important just now, Joanna, and it had to do you'd rather feel alive and be uncomfortable than the other. And I, I think that there's a distinction there that people don't realize. We have been so focused in the past, particularly in the spiritual and personal growth world, on overcoming fear that I think it has shrouded the idea that you just talked about, that it is in that newness, it is in that exploration or that thing that we don't know, the unknown, where fear might reside, 
But that's also the place of our aliveness. That's what jazzes us and gets us out of the bed in the morning and wakes us up and makes us want to forge forward. It is the explorer and the discovery archetype uh, that we have within us. Uh, Talk a little bit about how you look at fear um, in relationship to uh, moving through uh, different new experiences and, and anything else you want to say about aliveness. Yes, so fear for me, Simran, I know that it's it's always going to be there and and it's really about the I believe the the, the polarity of that is joy, is bliss, it is the aliveness. And so it for me it's just um it, again, it's just it's just taking an action. It's saying, yeah, "I'm going to go there." What what I don't know, I am eventually going to know. And I think the biggest thing with fear is, well, what if I don't like what I get? What if I don't like the outcome, the direction I'm going in? What if something doesn't work out? And and that ultimately is about failure and rejection. So I would say failure and rejection are. Uh, largely, you know, cause paralysis for one's self. And I know they have for me in the past as, as well. And uh, so that's where I think where a passion, when one taps, and I'll say for myself, I know when I tap into a passion, of when I'm excited about something and that excitement is driving me, not in a, in a blind way, but in a, in a, in a focused way, I'm not worried about the fear. I just, I just go, I'm going to embrace the fear. And, and I have to remind myself consistently, it doesn't matter what other people think about me. I mean, I want to care and be attuned to other people's needs, but I can't, I can't let that stop me or hold me back. And, and I found also at the root of that, sometimes when I am fearful or I'm stepping into something that I, it's new to me, I'm a beginner in it, that there can be an underlying essence of vibration of shame. But I know that that's not the spiritual self. And so I will just pay attention to that and go, oh, I don't like that feeling of shame or being small or, or being something, somehow I'm disgusting or... It, it's weird. It's like a, that's what I was aware of this morning, this feeling of disgust and that's quite a strong it's a strong energy it's the shadow I feel like it's the shadow and so I just go well it's okay I'm 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 going to I'm going to be with that I'm going to be whatever that feeling is and then I find that 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 energy it metamorphosizes and something beautiful and graceful and divine then comes forth from within if that makes sense Absolutely. It makes a lot of sense. And and that shadow work, I think, is such a big piece of breaking through to the bigger life or the aliveness or even the big miracles. We can't ignore that those aspects come up, but it's like you said, it's being present to it, working with it, and then remembering the that you are that spiritual vehicle, that you are uh, aiming for something higher than what the shadow self would, would actually have you have. Every time I find when I've been doing these these new videos, 
my husband asked me this morning at coffee, he said, so what are you doing your, your video on today? <laughs> I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I will know. And again, unknown to known. It's just trusting. I feel a lot of the time for whatever it is for, for anyone, it's, it's just allowing. I think there's a process of, of allowing and being able to be a container, a vessel. When, when years ago, when I was studying with my acting coach, Howard Fine, what I learned was part of being a really strong actor is that you have to be present. You can't jump ahead because otherwise you're, you're thinking and, and the words that are spoken from the script they just there's an there's not a sincerity there's not an aliveness to them, and and one of the probably one of the biggest things I I learned was being able to trust of just emptying myself, being present, and that I would remember what I needed to remember if I'd done the work and I'd learned the lines, then going and doing the performance, and that was where the magic would come, and mm. I, I feel it's like that for whether it's it's with writing it's now for me with when I hop on and do my hosting for for crypto angel network but I get I still get scared I feel the fear and then I just I just keep going so and you just, just keep going yes yes imagine what could happen if you got outside of your comfort zone on a daily basis you'd likely achieve things you didn't believe were possible wouldn't you it's probable that you would your life would almost certainly be bigger, better, richer, and full of miraculous moments. Not only would you be inspired, your example would inspire the people around you to live fearlessly. Most important, if you went outside your comfort zone on a daily basis, you'd experience your big miracle sooner. Living outside the box of your comfort zone is one of the most liberating feelings in the world. It's like walking on clouds and letting your heart sing from the rooftops without apology. This is from Joanna Garcilli's book, Big Miracles, The 11 Spiritual Rules for Ultimate Success. With Big Miracles, you'll discover how to nurture your connection to spirit, to move forward with momentum, and create the outcomes you desire. Filled with deep wisdom, empowering meditations, and journaling exercises, and concrete strategies for achieving the life of your dreams, Big Miracles is your own personal guide to creating the miracles you never thought possible. Find out more at joannagarzili.com. That's Joanna, G-A-R-Z. I-L-L-I.com, JoannaGarzilli.com. We'll be right back after these messages. Do you want more, more joy, more abundance, more power and presence? How would it feel to have more loving relationships? more empowered community, greater fulfillment, and life purpose? The 1111 Mastermind Community inspires, empowers, guides, and supports transformation. Shift your mind, expand your heart, deepen insights, let go and chart a new course, dream a new dream. The 1111 Mastermind Community is an online portal for personal transformation and soulful expansion. Go to courses.1111mag.com. That's courses.1111mag.com. Change begins with you. Let it be simple, convenient, and transformative. The time is now. Step through the 1111 gateway. Courses.1111mag.com. Have you seen 1111? 
Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. Simron is an award-winning author, publisher of 1111 Magazine, powerful speaker of wisdom, and a life mentor. Find out more at imsimron.com. Now, back to 1111 Talk Radio. Joanna Garzili will tell you in her book, Big Miracles, to let fear become your teacher. You can learn so much from it, and it wants to give you the gift of confidence. There's a very thin line between fear and excitement. Ultimately, they're two sides of the same coin. Do something that scares and excites you every day, and you'll soon recognize that fear can guide you to big miracles. Do something that gives you butterflies in your stomach. It can be taking hold of a microphone at a conference when you're scared of public speaking or doing an activity with which you have no prior experience. Whatever it is, it should make you feel ready to turn beet red with embarrassment if it goes poorly because it's so uncomfortable. Then you'll create a big miracle. Uh, the book we're talking about today is Big Miracles, The 11 Spiritual Rules for Ultimate Success. You can find out more about Joanna Garzili at joannagarzili.com. There are a couple of things I want to talk about as we end our show with this last segment. And one of the things that you say in your book is that miracles require sacrifices. And when I read that and I think about that, there's, there would be two types of sacrifices. There would be the sacrifices of things that we have to let go of. Uh, but there's also this sacrifice of, of oneself to even live at a higher life. Talk a little bit about the sacrifices that we have to make to have the miracles. Absolutely, yes. I mean, in terms of the sacrifice for oneself, I think from, I'll say for myself and my experience, when I'm stepping into living at my highest potential, there is this steep learning curve in terms of my habits, my, my thoughts, just my whole way of being. I know I have to do something differently to be able to be really to, to be that person, to live that. I mean, I've heard, especially over the last few years where authenticity became really a, a buzzword and it just feels sort of like a going through the motions of, Oh, be authentic. Oh, I'm, I'm authentic. This, this, but again, we know whether we consider ourselves highly intuitive or not as human beings and our primal instincts, we feel, we, we can 
feel the truth. We can smell when someone is being disingenuous and when there is a, a true passion, uh, uh, sincerity is there. And so I feel that for me, that, that right now, sacrifices that I make in my life, it sounds when I feel really tired. And, but I want my son to have a great education. So I'm not naturally uh, an early morning person. My sacrifice, I get up at 6 a.m. There was a, a parent who I was talking to that where when when Dominic gets to go for tutoring, like they do tutoring two times a week. And that's really, really, you know, that that's, I have to be up even earlier to get him to school on time. And so she said, Oh, I'm not prepared to go and drive my kid to school that early. And, and I was just slightly, it did, I was slightly taken aback. I thought, Oh my gosh, why not? Uh, so, so that's just a, a small example, but there's times when I'm really tired or maybe I, I want to do something for myself or, I, I want to watch a certain TV show, <laughs> but I don't. I study instead. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to study my blockchain instead of watching the end of Big Little Lies. I'm going to make sure that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm taking care of my husband's and son's food and shopping and doing all these things and vacuuming instead of just lying down and doing some yoga and meditating. Of course, self-care is critical as well. But I feel that as long as those sacrifices sacrifices are ultimately helping me feel great in the long run it's worth that 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 steep learning period well and you're talking about balancing out both our energy our time our responsibilities our desires and our dreams and you know that brings up this uh this issue that we all have which is that relationship with time and so often you know, when we want certain things to happen, I've seen many people, they run so quickly towards what they want to happen that they they disregard that there's a divine timing aspect to things as well. Talk a little bit about right time, divine time, and then also procrastination because then there's some uh, or some at times in our lives where we just procrastinate and we keep pushing things away and away and away and we don't, don't engage with it in the now uh, even if it's calling forward of that. So how do we get through this conundrum of time? Yes, Simran. So, oh, time. I mean, I feel that it is critical to appreciate the journey. It's absolutely imperative because I know for myself, I said before, I'm naturally an impatient person. I'm patient when I'm doing something say with a client but for myself on a daily basis I always in the past I've always wanted to be further along it's why am I not there yet why am I not making a certain amount of money why am I not the certain weight what I've found is since I've surrendered that I've got to get to that I've got to hit that number I've got to hit that benchmark then it'll be enough then I'll be okay instead now my focus is very much just enjoy the journey. I mean, I, <laughs> to the best of one's ability, just be grateful for that. It doesn't mean I'm always grateful for it. So I, I suppose that for me, that, that idea of divine timing, I feel sometimes when one is visionary, and I find a lot of people who are very spiritual in nature, they are visionary, they get a glimpse of, of where they're meant to be and who they are. 
but it could be a vision of their life in 20 years from now, 25 years from now. And so then it's having the, the, the patience and going, I'm going to show up each day just a little piece at a time because so often it, we'll, we'll see someone else where they're, success, they're successful or they have what we want. And remembering there was a period where it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like that for them. I mean, I was just watching uh, someone who is in the crypto space. They were sharing, Their channel is blowing up right now. There are over half a million subscribers. But that massive growth, they only had, they had hardly any subscribers for almost the first three years. And then suddenly now it's gone to just skyrocketed to over half a million. And they said they would just go and show up and they do their thing. And I think that's an element of it really is that about divine time. That is divine timing. It's their divine timing now. And so what what is required in that process is trust. And I think that's where the key is being doing what you love and doing it for you or just doing it because, I mean, that's how I find I do a lot of things for myself is when I've looked for resources or understanding and life out there and I go, gosh, I, I'm really struggling with this certain thing. And I'll look online or I back in the day before we had all the online, I go to the library and try and find a book or information to be able to help soothe me, to give me answers, to give me guidance. And I, I wouldn't I wouldn't find it. Well, I'd find it, but it was so hard to digest. And that has then in that process, now I always find that when I step into doing something, it's because oh, I wish, the, I say to myself, I wish that there was a resource that could help me with that. So that's where it starts with me. And then I find there's other people who are in alignment with that, where I'm, I'm then helping provide what they're looking for too. Mm. And I'm sure you've had the same with 1111, with 1111 radio and the magazine, right? It's like, you know, what you're doing is so spot on and so calming just to be able to bring people peace and sanity and and just that sense of magic and and so I would I would imagine maybe at some point could that have been something that you were looking for and so you created it for other people that's exactly (laughs) that's what I love about what you're sharing Joanna because you know I think I see so many people that are out there trying to go do for others and there is this line where we are here to be in service but until we're doing it for ourselves first that service truly can't be to its fullest for other people in your book you talk about urgency and I want to know the distinction I want I want the listeners to know the distinction between that urgency in relation to time, because I thought you spoke it beautifully inside the book in regard to that. Thank you, Simran. I think there's a difference that the important distinction is urgency. Uh, there's something where you tap into yourself and there is that drive and it's a heartfelt drive. It goes back to rule one, being aligned with spirit versus panic, FOMO, Oh, I got to do this thing. I got to do it now. That never works out well. That leads to disaster, failure. I know from when I have taken action from that place. So urgency is there's a need, but it's it's built upon a foundation. Even if that foundation is a grain of sand, it's a tiny seed. It's one 
little plank of wood. It's being able to keep building upon that and not try and scramble and, and, and jump ahead. So I find that is critical for any dream that one is wanting to create, a big miracle one is wanting to manifest in one's life. It, it, it comes from, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure that I do something today towards my vision, towards the life that I want. And that may require letting go into something or taking an uncomfortable action, but it doesn't come from a frantic, hectic, uh, a knee-jerk type of reaction. We've got just about a minute left, and I want everyone to definitely pick up your book, Big Miracles, and check out your website, joannagarzili.com. Would you like to take a minute and talk a little bit about uh, the Crypto Angel Network and what you're doing there? Thank you, Simran. Crypto Angel Network, I I mean, it is something that I feel it's as if... I'm having to learn how to fly. I'm, I'm reaching, I'm going into new places. As I'm studying computer science, I'm finding as I'm doing the trading and the numbers, it is a profoundly spiritual experience. I feel within the mathematical, doing mathematical protocol, it, it, again, it's opening me to parts of myself that I just did not, Imagine. So that has been a really exciting experience and is making me, is, is allowing me to really appreciate the body of work I've done in this past 25 years when I was last year feeling like, oh gosh, you know, is this it? <laughs> like I reached these certain goals and, and what next? I, I've also just been amazed at the, the interactions, the heartfelt interactions and the, the, just the, the, the connection and the support within the crypto community has blown me away. The, the crypto community, there's some very, very, um, I'm finding like it's a new form of spirituality. Decentralized finance is very much a manifestation, I feel, of spirituality and the way that we take away borders. You know, when we talk about John Lennon says, imagine all, all the people living in, in, in peace. I feel that decentralized finance provides those opportunities to be able to transact and do business together and, and, and bring people together in a very, very fair way where trust, having a trustless network just allows amazing things to, allows amazing things to happen. That's sort of how I can say it in the simplest way. <laughs> Well, thank you, Joanna, for being on 1111 Talk Radio. Everyone get your copy of Big Miracles and go check her out at joannagarzili.com. Also, don't miss 1111 Talk Radio's After Party over on the Stereo app. I'm going live at 1230. I'll have my guest, Beth Porogic, on there. We will talk about miracles some more. And you can join in and comment, ask questions, speak with us, and be part of the show. So definitely check out the live social conversations where you can talk directly. Uh, Tune in Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays at 1230 Eastern and also 7 p.m. for the Stereo app and uh, check out the page Simran 1111 when you do so. My guest next week is Dawson Church and we're talking about Bliss Brain. So let's learn a little bit more about the neuroscience involved with creating miracles and more. Until next week, I am Simran in love, of love, with love and as love. Be well. Thank you for opening your mind to a new reality. 
Your heart to greater compassion and your experience of aliveness with 1111 Talk Radio. Join host Simron next Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time to step through the gateway of conscious living here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, you are not on the journey. You are the journey.